is back from a somewhat unplanned all-star break. Chris, how's it going? I'm just loving life. How about you? I'm doing well. This is uh, StuPod, the Yahoo Sports Baseball Podcast. I'm Mike Oz. And I'm Chris Swick. And we didn't exactly plan to uh, take a break last week. I think it just kind of happened. Like, I was I was done after the all-star game, man. I, I could not even fathom the idea of us doing a podcast. So I, I kind of had to call out on that one, man. Hope, hope you didn't miss your time with me too much. Uh, I mean, of course I missed you. I, I always do, but, uh, I got to go on a little vacation this weekend as well. So it was, it was almost as if that was the start right there. We weren't going to do a podcast. It was vacation time. Were you sad that, that I made new friends in San Diego, like Ricky Henderson and Joel McHale and not you? Um, let they, they were my main people last week and you, I, I didn't hang out with you. I think I was most jealous of how close you were to Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah, you were um, liking that hair, weren't you? Yeah, that would be, that was the most jealous I think I got of your trip to San Diego. <laughs> I, I talked to Francisco Lindor, I know you like him a lot, so, but you've talked, we've had him on the podcast, so you've gotten your, you've gotten your one-on-one time with him. I have, yes, I'm trying to think of, uh, well, the Ricky Henderson thing you did was great, and I would encourage people to definitely seek that out. That was probably my favorite video to come out of it thus far, that I've seen. I don't know if there's anything else oh. in the works. Have I told you about the next baseball cards installment? Have I told you about that one? No, I don't oh, think so. Man. It's coming out next week. This is all I'm going to say. Me and Scott Boris. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, a, I'd watch that, Just yeah. imagine, just imagine, in, in your head, think about what it's going to be, and it's even better than that. It's even all right. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, I think that's how you do a tease. Yeah. So this week on the podcast, we are talking about the uh, what seems like kind of a buzzy topic today: ways to make baseball better or more interesting, or I don't know what what exactly it's being uh, packaged as, but basically ways to improve the game. Uh, we're going to talk to Bad News Ramen, who has some thoughts on things. Obviously, I'm going to have to ask Chris about Pokemon at some point, and um, I almost I'm not going to not going to spoil my important question. But you did go to a Guy Fieri restaurant, so I think we have to talk about that too. That's true. Yes. So that that should keep the people around, right That's there. Pokemon <laughs> and Guy Fieri. <laughs> all the things, all the things that are happening on on this DuPod today. It's very on brand for me, though. <laughs> yeah, like what are we missing? What what are we missing from the Chris from the Chris Essentials? Like Game of Thrones and Star Wars, probably. <laughs> that that's it. That we've got them. Those are the four, and maybe Batman. Or or like a Food Network show with with a kid in it. Uh, yeah, and uh, and also featuring Orioles outfielder Adam Jones as a as a guest because he's into the Food Network. These are all Chris's things. All right, so uh, let's let's start off by talking about the ways to improve baseball. Which uh, Buster Olney put up a put up a list today. It was nine suggestions to improve the game. I'm going to run through that, and then we can kind of talk about each one, and then also uh, share some other ideas we might have. Okay, this is good. I feel like I should preface this by saying I've not seen the full list. I saw a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, but this is all coming to me yeah. now. I'm hearing this now yeah. for the first well, time. And, and I guess let, let's preface. Let's go back to the video by saying like this was not an article he wrote. This was something he did on the radio with Mike and Mike. 
So, yeah, a lot of people, it's not like you can go just pull up the article. Um, so keep that in mind. I'm just kind of reading them off to you, the list that was has gotten passed around. So here we go. Number one, reduce games to seven innings. In, All right. In theory, I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I see why that would work. But then, I don't know, I, I just... Like no, it would, I'm not on board. It would work for the casual fan, but it would just change the way... It would change so much about the way the game is played. Yeah, too drastic a change for me. Uh, two scheduled single admission doubleheaders per year. Two. All right. So why I don't why? Like I you get to go to two games. I don't know for why one. I'm supposed to care about that. You get to go to two games for the price of one. Uh, I guess. I yeah. I have I just have no opinion on that. I do I just don't care. <laughs> All right. Um, when you buy a ticket, you get like a free hot dog or soda or something. Love it. With each I ticket. love food, so let's do it. Uh, reduce the number of relievers, which is also something that that Rob Manfred talked about today, limiting the number of pitchers. No, I, no, I don't like that idea either. I, w- there's no, but he doesn't go in depth on these, right? This is just. Yeah, this is sort of like a radio thing. So yeah, not, right. I'm not. I'm just not sure how you would do that, and I don't know how the players' association is going for smaller rosters or. And then I and I think the way baseball has become again going back to the seven inning thing, um, you know the the relief pitchers today are so specialized that it would just be like a, such a drastic change to the way things get done. Right. Yeah. If you reduce the game to seven innings, that's going to happen naturally. You'll have fewer relievers. Um, use the best players as long as possible at the All-Star game. Uh, again, I guess not something I really care about. Yeah, I don't know how that, like... I don't know how you tell someone that and they're like, oh, I'm going to watch baseball now. I'm going to watch the All-Star game because yeah. Chris Bryant's playing two more innings in the All-Star game. Mm, whatever. Well, I think when I uh, when we found out that the All-Star game had the lowest ratings like ever this year... I was trying to figure out why that would be, and it just seems to me that what what was the appeal early on that it was interleague play and it was the only place you could see yeah a, yeah and and we ha- so we have that every day and we have MLB TV where you can watch I can watch any baseball star I want any day of the week so it's just I I, I get why the appeal has been taken out of the All Star game. Um, here's a the PED rule, which is an 80 game suspension, which is what you have now. Um, and then there would be a second phase where if a panel formed by the Players Association, the MLB, determined the player knowingly and intentionally took PEDs, he would face a lifetime ban. Wow. Um, that seems like a lot of work. I don't know what to make of that one. What do you make of that one? See, I don't know that, I don't know that your average baseball fan is not watching baseball because of PEDs. Or your average yeah, sports think- fan. That that's something I feel like the players care about a lot more. You always see them talking about harsher penalties and people getting paid. Yeah, but and I, I, so, so let's go back. I guess to what does it mean to improve baseball? Like, I mean, I feel like as a whole, the game itself is isn't messed up. I feel like you know the it's, when we talk about improving baseball, I think obviously aren't we trying to improve the baseball experience? Like, I don't think anyone's right. out here like yeah. let's make home runs worth three runs. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to drastically like change the way the game is played so much as they just want to try to make the game a little more 
interesting or speed up the pace. And so, so I look at something like that and think that I don't know that PEDs, you know, necessarily detract people. If anything else, I think people might watch more if they knew the players were all on PEDs. Wow. Okay. That's a hot take. No, I mean, don't you think? I don't, I don't know your average I don't fan. Know. I think if it was like, hey, everyone's hitting a bunch of home runs now. But that's happening, though. That's happening now. Home runs are way up. Yeah. Probably because the balls are juiced, but probably not. D, D Gordon's on the, on, the, on the roids. That's why. Let me – I'll get conspiracy theory on you with the juice <laughs> balls thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, home runs are up, so I don't know that your, your argument's valid unless they're just coming to see the freak show of PED – People well, they're up. They're up from last year. They're, they're up from like they are. You know, I'm, I'm saying, but they're not. It's definitely not like you know. Let's all hit 70 home runs every year. Like it's not that. So not yet. <laughs> all right. The next one was uh, a three-man tag team of pitchers hitting in the home run derby, and they have to face the the hitters. Um, as as an advocate for the pitcher home run derby, I don't. I, I still don't think that's a good idea. No, man, this is just another thing I don't care about. He's like a third of his list has been things that I just like. I wouldn't I, care. I, I want to see either a pitcher's home run derby or I want to see a pitcher going up against a hitter. Like I don't want to see three versus one, like tug of war no. type thing. I don't care about that. I don't even want to see a pitcher's home run derby. Hey man, let's not let's not let's not get into that one. Um, let fans move up during the seventh inning or after the seventh inning stretch to better seats in the park. Sure, why not? I don't see who that's hurting. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, retire Roberto Clemente's number around baseball. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I think it's great. I don't, I don't know what kind of. Yeah. I don't know what like impact it, it has, except for like making. You know, people in Pittsburgh happy, and and people who like Roberto Clemente, and and you know, I don't I don't know that it, it kind of wholesale changes the way we think about baseball. So right, you and I are mostly on the same page here, and this stuff is kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. I mean, I don't know if, if I if I had to come up with nine things, I don't know that I would. Maybe two of these. I think the ones I say I would like the most is like, you get a you get a free hot dog or soda or something. When you go to a game and you can move up your seats, so like I'm, I'm definitely in like the fan experience type level. That's what I'm thinking. That, that's the yeah. that's the zone I'm in. But so I, I guess well, so I'm looking at this I guess two different ways, or there are a couple different ways you can look at it. If you're trying to improve the game, and that means attracting new fans, um, the things you said could accomplish that, like the getting a free hot dog or being able to move up. I, I could see the appeal for new fans there. But you can also think of it as trying to improve the experience for current fans. And I don't know that any of, of the things, any of the other things do that, that only suggested. Like, like you said, like who, who, no new fans are coming to watch baseball because Roberto Clemente's numbers retired. You're going to please some current fans, and it's, I mean, there's, there's no downside to doing that, but you're not drawing in new fans. So let's, let's, let's do this on our own now. Um, oh, boy. We're not going to make nine, but let's just do, three, do you want to do three each? I think so. All right. We may repeat a little bit, but I'll start us off. I would say um, 
and I've seen this in a lot of responses to, to some of this, uh, I, I would say you have to figure out a way to make t- tickets cheaper as a whole. You know, whether, yeah, whether that's, that's a good one. Whether that's creating ticket packages, which I know we're kind of, you know, the thing to do nowadays, or, you know, and I know a lot of people have deals, but a lot of the deals just get you into the third deck or whatever. And, um, like, I was somewhat privileged as a kid, I think, in the, in the sense that um, in my family either, like, we always had a hookup on tickets. Like, my mom's work would always get tickets, and I could often get them. And eventually, later on, my grandpa had season tickets through his business that he would, you know, give to his clients. And then when he didn't give them away, like, we would just go. Um, but, you know, I think I don't, without that, I don't know that I would like baseball as much as I, as I, as I did. So I think that creating a, creating a way to make it more accessible to, to, to kids, to families, to me, that, that's like the most important thing. Okay. I think that's good. Mine, I guess would be more effective for current fans of the game. All replays have to be a minute or less. You can't because that that to me is what kills a game if I'm watching it. The momentum's gone, and then you're just waiting there. And if I'm watching on MLB TV, that I'm just switching to another game. I, I'm not going to continue watching that game if the replay's going way too long. Okay, no, I I, I see that. Um, do you do you worry about the whole getting it right thing? I mean, like, what's the like? Okay, here's the question: What happens if it's like a minute and it's not resolved. What happens? Then you can't overturn it. Just there's not enough sufficient evidence. So you should not it should not take over a minute to figure that out. So there should be a a clock running down basically? Yeah, pretty much like the pitcher the pitcher clock in between innings. Alright. I think I like that one. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> Alright, let's see what else I got here. Um I, I, I'm always been a fan of the idea of doing more of a, of a skills challenge um, involved in the right, All Star right. game, and, and not so much to make the All Star game better. I think there's there's actually like a bigger picture idea here, which is it, it calls to attention all of the other things you can do within baseball that make you good at your job and the things you can watch for. And like I still feel like one of the most exciting things that happens in baseball is like a really great throw from the outfield to you know get a, get a runner trying to score or going to third base or something like that and uh, I mean I think those of us on the internet probably you know appreciate that but um, I, I don't know that it's something that, that your casual fan necessarily appreciates as much as like a home run so like how do we how do we take these these skills that make a good baseball player and you know really draw that make, draw people into that and, and watch those instead of just sitting around and like waiting for home runs to happen okay I can get on board with that it does it does make sense as just an all star skills competition thing yeah I think so um, so is that I mean is that the idea then it's just like a one day yeah it would just be part, it would be part of the all star thing but I mean it, yeah. would, it would hopefully you know build more appreciation for for, for, you know, great throws and for base running and, you know, slides and things like that. Right. Okay. Uh, should I go, should I do my second one here? Yeah, yeah, that, that's how this is going, man. Okay, wonderful. Uh, 
this one not this is like a half baked idea, okay? okay. Uh better better a better <laughs> excuse me. Ooh. Major League Baseball marketing campaign uh that highlights individual players around the league more or or just better than they're doing. I just don't feel like this happens. There's not I feel like in football, you saw Peyton Manning's face everywhere. Your aunt who doesn't follow football knows Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Your aunt who doesn't follow baseball may not know Mike Trout or what Mike Trout looks like or that he's, I don't know, been the best player in baseball for four years. And that, to me, is so upsetting <laughs> that, that that can happen. But it's not just that. You know, it's... I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, a star on, on a bad team. I mean, it's Chris Archer. It's making him a uh, more nationally known name. Yeah. Or, um, you know, give me someone else. Who um, else? A star on a bad team? Yeah. Carlos yeah. Gonzalez. Okay, there you go. He won't last much longer with the Rockies, but yeah, guys like that. Those guys should be propped up a lot more by the league. I don't know anything about Carlos Gonzalez. And I follow baseball. I watch baseball every day. I just know that he's a good left-handed hitter. Uh, he's, his, his group of people were sitting near me at the, at the All-Star game. So I know that you he learn? apparently has a, a young child who has his jersey on. There you go. So. I don't even know stuff like that. <laughs> what are you doing, MLB? Come on, push these young stars. There's so much... Young stardom in the game. That I don't even know if that's a phrase. Young stardom, but come on, look at all these shortstops. Yeah. Are you ready for my third one? My third one is is pretty, uh, maybe a little bit out there. Okay. It might be my hottest take. Let players use social media during the game. Yeah. I mean, it. It. If. If. If I see, I don't know, um, Brandon McCarthy tweeting between innings or something, like maybe he probably wouldn't do that. I mean, a pitcher might not right. do that. Yeah, but but, yeah, that but but that would definitely like draw me into the game. You know, of course. Like yeah. I would want to yeah. go turn that on, um, or you know, whoever else, or or to to take that to a different realm. If I saw Brandon McCarthy tweeting during the game that he's not starting in, like that would also be fun. Right. You know? Um, and not to say that players have to use social media, but, like, let them use social media. I think that'd be fun. I feel like that would be a tough sell for the players, though, too, just because, obviously, the game's never been like that. So, but, but I don't know. I mean, you, you could have tempers flare in a game. Someone just angrily tweets about it, <laughs> right? and then suddenly, yeah, no, it, yeah, I would certainly watch that game at maybe, that point maybe we can combine two and say that you can tweet during replays yeah well i even think or you know if, if i'm trying to think of how because teams have snapchat accounts and they do send out snaps during games but i'm trying to think of a of a better way to do that i don't know i i don't find snapchat all that interesting to be honest but having like a dedicated team and, and letting players have more interaction with that Snapchat team or whatever during the game that that would appeal. Yeah. I mean, if the if the goal is to get younger fans involved, you you have to 
embrace some of that stuff. Yeah. Right. And I, and I think there's obviously something that, you know, when you do it with the, the team accounts, I mean, obviously they do a good job, but I mean, to some degree, they're all kind of the same, right? I mean, some teams are a little yeah. more clever than, than others, but you know, no one, no one there is, is, you know, taking you inside the dugout or, I mean, they're all kind of from the same perspective. So that's why I think that could be cool. I can get on board with that. Um, okay, so here's my problem. I don't, I don't have a third. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to steal a third from you. Yeah. You've turned me around. Make PEDs illegal. Because you know what? Yeah, there you go. That, that will bring new fans to the game if they know that every player is just on steroids and hitting 600-foot home runs. You've... You've got me on board with this idea, 100%. That's the way that new fans come, come to the game or come back to the game. There you go. I'm, I'm, see, I'm telling you, it'll happen. I know. Man. You were right. I good, just needed to think about it a little bit. It's a good idea. I appreciate, I appreciate, Chris, that you take into account the things that I say to you, you know? Because it's like Giancarlo Stanton hits monster home runs now. What happens when you just let him do whatever he wants? He'll break that Marlins uh, home run sculpture thing. Not, not, not included for me was was some sort of incentivized way of catching homers and foul balls and stuff. Like I feel like I, I, I didn't get to that one. Or I, didn't, I didn't get there, but I feel like that's something that could be cool. You're gonna have to explain that. What do you mean incentivized? Like if you catch a if you catch a home run or a foul ball or something, you get you get something else too. Like you get a I don't know hot dog or. Oh, for the fans. Or, I thought yeah. you meant for the players. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, for fans. Um, Zach Campbell not included. But, right. You know, other people. Um, I don't know. Just, just think. I, I don't know. I try to think of things to improve the fan experience, man. Make it more fun. I guess something I probably should have mentioned is number one, or maybe this will be my number three now. Um, just pay minor leaguers. Oh, don't. Yes. You don't treat them like seasonal apprentices. That that would be. That would be pretty good, and I feel like that's something that baseball could probably easily do, despite what they say. Yeah, I think that changes the game on, like, a moral level, right? Right. Like, more yeah. than, more than like, again, that's not going to bring in your, your no. average fan. Like, I'm not going to baseball games because they don't play, they don't pay minor leaguers. I right. don't think that's why that's not happening. But, I mean, that's the right thing to do, right? Yeah. If, hey, if Buster only's out here arguing for three-team pitchers in the home run derby, <laughs> All right, that has no impact on anyone. So I'm going to make my argument for minor leaguers. My wife is walking by while we do the podcast. I'm going to ask her what she thinks on this. Yeah, well, yeah. What would she like to see change? You want to be on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was so quick. She, she said yes. It's like, yeah, I'm in. Tanya's here. Tanya, um, you, have to, you have to get in there real quick. How, how would you improve baseball? Uh, it has to go faster. I love going to the games. I love eating the food, and so I don't mind it when it goes three, three and a half hours in person, but I can't sit and watch it on TV. So it needs to have more action in a shorter period of time. Look at this. We have, we have just drive-by guests on the stew pod. Yeah, that's not bad. People just drive by and, and show up <laughs> on the show. I like it. Uh, that seems like a good conclusion point. How about we uh, talk to Ben and Ramen, and we'll come back. And, uh, Chris, I have some Pokemon questions for you. I have some other questions for you, too. I can't wait. This is the Stew Pod. We'll be back. Hey. 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 Who you know?
know hey. from out here, your name ain't ringing hey. no bells, boy. Who you know hey. from out here, your name ain't ringing hey. no bells, boy. Who you know from out here, your hey. name ain't ringing no bells, boy. We be posted out here. We hey, we are back on the stew pod. It is time to welcome in my man, Bad News Ramen, for another three strikes installment. He is the pimp seed of my bun B. And uh, what about some baseball? What about the Joel McHale to to your Mike Oz, or how about the Ricky Henderson to your Mike Oz? I mean, that the, the stuff he did last week, pretty epic, man. I, I got to give you kudos for that, dude. Pat yourself on the back right now, dude. Oh, okay, hold on. There, there. Can you hear it? I, I, I can hear it. It's, <laughs> it sounds like something else, but I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do it as loud as possible. So, I, I wanted to be. Who's the wrestler who pat himself on the back with? Was it? Uh... That was Barry Horowitz, dude. Yeah, there you go. There you that, go. That, that was my boy, Barry, Barry to, Horowitz. I was trying to he, do that for you. He also teamed up with Takushi. Bless you. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, strike one. Well, I, I just want to thank you. I mean, oh, it's okay. it's Ray early in the morning, dude. So, I mean, uh, that that nice little repertoire of, of talking we just did uh, kind of woke me up. Um, but let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to one of my – you know, you always say that I'm one of your favorite guys. But one of my favorite records um, ever is uh, Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. And I hope I got the 56 games right. Here I am saying, like, it's my favorite yeah, one. But, you I'm, did, you did, I, you I mean, right. you got me up at, like, you know, 730 in the morning. So I don't, I don't know what the heck I'm talking about right now. You are um, correct. It's 56. Yeah, see? Hey, there you go. Um, uh, it's, it's no uh, secret that I'm a huge Yankees fan. Uh, Joe DiMaggio is probably the reason why I became a Yankees fan. And uh, – my whole thing is that if, if you ever have a beer with me and I have a couple beers with me, I'll tell you why uh, Joe DiMaggio is my uh, is probably one of my favorite baseball players of all time. But I won't do it here. But th- this is like, you know, to, to kind of be like a hack, a sports hack, which um, I, I try not to be. But I, I think this record uh, is probably one of the best records ever. And I think it's also one of the records that will never be beaten. I don't know if there's any other type of record with, with the home run, you know, records fallen like in the early two thousands, late nineties and stuff. Um, it kind of lost a little bit of its luster, but in terms of just like being straight baseball and what baseball represents, it's just kind of like, it's a slow game. Uh, it's always there during the summer. It's kind of stood the test of time and it's been America's pastime for a long time. I don't think there's any more significant, uh, record than Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hitting streak, just because it speaks to baseball in terms of what baseball is as a sport. Yeah, and it, it's, it's interesting. Anytime we get somebody who gets, like, a big hitting streak going and we start talking about it, like Jackie Bradley Jr. This, earlier this year, right? I mean, he gets up to, like, 28 games, 29 games. You're like, oh, yeah, he's doing well. And then he gets to, like, 30. and usually falls at, like, 30, 31, 32. And then you realize, like, he only made it, like, halfway. You know, like, like he didn't even he, – he barely he barely made it halfway, but it seemed like it's such, a, it's such an accomplishment even to get that far. And then that, that just, I think, puts it in perspective of how difficult – 56 games is and and we did a we did a daily tracker thing that some people probably saw on social media of like what he did every day and looking at that was actually really interesting to me because um, I didn't uh, one I didn't realize like how many double headers they played back then like you know how many it, to me and I feel like that might make it harder I mean maybe it's easier like if you get if you get hot someday but if you know if you're sort of like in one of those days where you just got to scratch out one hit in a couple of games like that's tough man well and that. 56-game hitting streak, I think, comes at a time when uh, I'd probably say that's like baseball's golden age, right? I mean, I think it's one of those things where you kind of have from Babe Ruth to Joe DiMaggio to Mickey Mantle, um, at least for me as a Yankees fan. But, you know, from Babe Ruth to Joe, Joe DiMaggio, that's like baseball in its prime when it was like the number one sport. And whenever I kind of think of baseball and like what baseball means to this country, I kind of think back to the 40s and stuff where baseball was king, baseball was number one. And 
couple things with with this streak is that I, I remember there was one player that he had a he started a streak uh, at the end of the last season, and then he came out hot during the first part of the season. I don't even know who it is, but they're trying to say like, oh, you know, he's close. So I'm going like, nah, dude, you gotta do it. Yeah, you, you gotta do it in one season. And finally, to cap this off, the main thing that the word here is cap. But if there's any player that is starting to get to like the 50 mark in, in terms of. Uh, game hitting streaks and stuff, I'm going to go all Tanya Harding on him and bust her knee open so, so that record doesn't get broken. <laughs> well, strike two. Uh, strike two is, uh, let's talk about uh, Mr. Bryce Harper and yeah. uh, my fellow people at ESPN. Now, I'm not hating, you know, I've, I've tried to come around on Bryce Harper, right? Like, it's very easy for people to say that they hate Bryce Harper, this, that, and this. Uh, ESPN ranked him as the number 85 best baseball player of all time. I have no hate towards Bryce Harper. I don't even think it's warranted that he should be... Um, he should be ranked number 85. Uh, with the pre- people that I have hate for is ESPN. I have not watched ESPN for like 10 years. I think ESPN, you know, ESPN is like the uh, Shamik from uh, 220. <laughs> where, um, but he's not Shamik. But when, when Ghostface comes in and says that, you know, Shamik from 220 got, you know, just got shot two times. And he's laying there like a newborn baby in, in his own blood and stuff. And there's that one guy that goes, is he dead? That's ESPN right there. <laughs> and they go, what do you mean? Is he dead? <laughs> is he, is he, is he dead? That's ESPN. They, it's, I, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, we can talk about their formula of what they did. But here's the other thing, too. Like, we talk about Joe DiMaggio. See, there's a theme here. We talk about Joe DiMaggio and and just, like, all the great baseball players during that time. And I am, like, a – me as a baseball fan, I, I am huge in the rankings, right? Like, Ty Cobb is, like, one of, is probably one of my favorite players just because he was one of the top three baseball players of all time. Um, Bryce Harper, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, he doesn't, you know, whatever, but it's, it's just a lack of history on ESPN's part. It's a, it's a knee jerk reaction, uh, which ESPN has showed over the course of 20 years. They used to be like a really good network, you know, that they, they were, they were groundbreaking. Uh, now that, you, now that, now that they're like this big global entity, they're, they're a show of their former self. And it really speaks to how bad uh, ESPN is in terms of credibility and integrity. I'll agree with you that Bryce Harper is not top 85 player of all time. But I, I, I do have to give some kudos here to you because I think the I, I think the the you're only going to get the type of analysis you got here on on the stew pod when we're comparing this to the, the Ghostface skit. I mean, that, you're really nowhere else are you going to get that kind of thing. So, but well, and I think only maybe to five, our brand, man. Yeah, I hope there's more than five percent of the people that that get it. That you know, I, I was is listening he, to the he, other day. <laughs> I, I rewind that part like 20 times and, and each time I'm in my car and I'm driving, I'm like, I'm not going to rewind it. I'm not going to rewind it. Is he dead? And I got to rewind it again just to hear that guy say it. I just wanted to get in the mind of this guy. It's like, cause I, everybody's known that guy, right? Like you'd be in college or something like that and, and you're, you're hanging out and, you know, some of your friends are partaking in some illegal activities with that deal with like a smoking nature. And they're like, man, let's cause I, I've never did it. But, um, you're like, man, I'm hungry. And, like, there'd always be this one guy that always want to hang out with you. He's like, so where are we going? And we're like, nowhere, dude. <laughs> like, we're not going anywhere with you. See you later. But, you know, ESPN <laughs> is definitely the, is he dead? <laughs> are we out or what? <laughs> oh, man. What's strike three? Uh, strike three is, uh, let's be let's be serious for a second, okay? Because right. this is strike three. Now, I have some serious issues with the story that you wrote. Um, and I'm trying to be serious here, but the the 15 cool the 15 coolest things about Ken Griffey Jr. And the biggest problem I have is that you write this story about Ken Griffey Jr. The 15 coolest things you use how he once rapped with Kid Sensation. And what I gotta say is that you didn't even know about that song if it wasn't for the one bad news rum. So I, did, I knew about that song. <laughs> you did not know about that song. No, I knew about it. I just didn't. 
Yeah, after I, I, had... I after I told you. No, I, I knew about it way back in the day. No, no you're, you're like, what was the name of that song? What was the name of that song? When we did that whole Ken Griffey thing, I was like, dude, you got to play that song. You're like, what song? No, <laughs> I, I asked you, like, I had to figure out who did it. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You didn't know about it, and no. you knew about it, but but you had yeah. to, you saw to ask me. So I knew, you, yeah, okay. That, you have to get, I you, knew about it, but I had to be like, like, it's like, who who is that dude who, whatever, like, you know something, you know a song exists, like, yeah. who's the dude that does blah, blah, blah song? That That's what it is. <laughs> who's the dude that does that dude that does that dude? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and well, I, I also want to say this. I don't want to say, it wasn't the 15... Coolest things about King Griffey Jr. Because if so, there'd be a lot more baseball stuff on there. It was it was fifteen examples of like how he was really cool, and oh, it was so, kind of outside of it was sort of pop culture. King Griffey Jr. You yeah. Know? So well, I mean, I like how you you get all specific about that story that you wrote, but when it comes to like how you found out about the song or, or got you know privy information to the song, why do you want credit if, for if, everything? If you, <laughs> because I'm the man. Because <laughs> I have a low self esteem. Okay, I I, yeah, I am I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I, I have uh, I forget the term because it is seven thirty in the morning. But um, no, but the other thing too is I'm still trying to remember what the term is. Um, oh no, I'm like a I'm like a borderline schizophrenic, right? Like everybody's out to get me. <laughs> I, I need all the credit, yeah, uh, yeah. and basically everybody's out to get me. That's why I need credit. But yeah, all, all it should it, it should you, you forgot to get one more uh, one more thing that made. Well, so what was it? It's not the coolest things, or it was it was what, the things it was things that just where he proved that he was pretty cool. You know? Okay. So, but you forgot number sixteen. What's that? I mean, you, you gotta set me up for it. You gotta set me up. What's number sixteen? Smile. <laughs> the smile. Smile. My dad. <laughs> I think I'm done, dude. Uh, I think we, we we've gone off the rails here. Thank you, Bad News Ramen, for joining us for another smile. installment of Three Strikes. We'll be back my, with more stupid. My Bob. dad's my favorite player. Yeah, he's sports. Hey. Hey. Who you know from out here? Your name ain't ringing no bells, boy. Who you know from out here? Your name ain't ringing no bells, boy. Who you know from out here? Your name ain't ringing no bells, boy. We are back on the stew pod. Thanks to Bad News Drama for joining us and um, not hating on Ken Kirby Jr. as much as I thought he would this time. Chris, uh, what's up? We have we have things to talk about because we haven't talked in a while. Starting with Pokemon. Um, yeah. I know you 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 made that reference. sound you heard was all the the listeners turning off the podcast. <laughs> you made reference to going to the Mariners game and looking for Pokemon the other day. I did, and, yes. Uh, the 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 AAA team where I live, Fresno Grizzlies, they're doing some kind of Pokemon night thingy. I think this weekend. Uh, we've other seen other instances of this week of, of baseball kind of getting into Pokemon. Players are into Pokemon. Mike Trout of all people into Pokemon. Is is Pokemon one good for baseball and two is it something you should do at a baseball game? So the first question I would say yes because if you market it properly, the the way that the game's set up, this Pokemon Go is they want you to go out in the world and there are real places where you can go that are Poke Stops and that like helps you in the game. You get items and um, I feel like teams can use that to their advantage. There are a lot of Pokestops in at least Safeco. There are many. And if you know a lot of people are going to be there, it's just an opportunity to level up in the game and do well. I, I don't know how well I'm explaining this, but basically, you know, you can... It's just an easier way to be better at the game. If you're around these Pokestops and people playing the game, uh, you'll level up faster, which is good for you. 
The second part, uh, I'm not sure because um, I, I think you can probably play it if you're on the concourse. Um, I just so happened to be sitting down the third baseline at the game I was at, and I was terrified to pull out my phone because that was foul ball territory. So I was just really hesitant to do anything, whether it was you know, check on Twitter to see what people are saying or play Pokemon Go or whatever. And uh, a couple balls did come close to us, so all in all, I feel like that was a good decision. So, I, I mean, it's, it's just like anything, you know, be safe. It's not, we see these stupid stories about people walking off cliffs or whatever, and it's like, you have to have some common sense with anything you do, including Pokemon Go. Glad you're still alive, Chris, and Pokemon Go didn't eat you. Right, yeah. Cliff, yeah. But I uh, know I I love how uh it's it's just invaded other worlds now. Pokemon Go is everywhere. I had a very long discussion with a guy the other week the other day about Pokemon Go. Like he was trying to he was trying to explain it to me in greater depth than even you have. Um, well you did text me. Yeah, about... I, I wanted to understand the basics and then he tried to like tell me it was way over my head, so I don't necessarily I didn't retain all that knowledge, but you know, it's cool. Well this will be either the saddest sentence or the realest sentence uh, ever. But, you know, Pokemon is uh, probably my biggest hobby behind baseball. So people can, people can take that as they will. <laughs> um, so I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that worlds are colliding. Let's talk about another Chris, another Chris hobby. Um, okay. Guy Fieri. Yeah. We've talked when I went to the Guy Fieri restaurant. Now you've been to the, you went to a Guy Fieri restaurant. So I yeah, feel I think, like we, we owe the people yep. a follow-up. Yes. Okay. So, uh, well, I I will say I tweeted back in maybe January that this was one of my uh, my New Year's resolutions was to eat at a Guy Fieri restaurant. It was half joking, half serious. We we did it, my wife and I, and uh, it was an experience. Uh, I don't know how in depth would you like me to go with this. I, well, I just want to hear. I want to hear your take. What's the take, man? Um. Oh man, I don't I don't know if I want to I've I've put my thoughts on Facebook, but that's more of a private thing. I don't know if I want to betray Guy Fieri in a public atmosphere. Did you like it? Not especially. <laughs> <laughs> and and here's the thing, all the stuff we ordered was starred on the menu as like a we went to Tex Wasabi's, that's the name of the restaurant, as a Tex Wasabi favorite. So, I feel like we tried to do it the right way if there is a right way to eat Guy Fieri's food, and uh, did not work out. The best oh. thing I had was the alcohol. <laughs> Good job, Guy. Way to, way to yeah. distill those drinks. It, it's, it strikes me as the place where uh, you go to drink a lot. Like, that would probably be the best use of this restaurant. Did, did it have a kid's menu? Like, we talked about the kid's menu with all the baseball stuff. Um... It wasn't, if they did have a kid's menu, it wasn't on the actual menu. And we didn't have any kids with us, so. Was there, was there baseball stuff around? There was not. Uh, I'm trying to think if there were. <laughs> they have a statue of Ichiro? They didn't have a statue of Ichiro. That'd be, that'd be great, right? It's like, this uh, is Guy Fieri's, his, his uh, sort of, you know, Asian restaurant. So he has Ichiro statue. He did have uh, MLB Network on every TV, though. So maybe he's a bigger baseball fan than I thought. We're going to have to bring him in. To figure out I would a way, love, man. Well, I would love that, yeah. as long as we didn't talk about my experience at his restaurant. <laughs> no, 
Is that, all, is that all you want to say? You don't want to... I Well, I ordered Jackass Sushi because that's one of the things he always talks about. Mm-hmm. It was not great. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have Jackass sauce? Sushi is like... Uh, it's like... Uh, I don't know. What's that called? I don't know. It's cultural appropriation. Is that what they call it? Yes. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's just like uh, pulled pork and avocado but in a sushi roll and uh it's as bad as it sounds all right so i'm gonna go last (laughs) i have an important question for you i think it's at your wheelhouse you may have even seen it because i already put it on the internet but i'm kind of going to you on this one and uh i'll I'll give a little bit of the backstory before so today at my my kids preschool they're doing dress up week this week so today is like dress up like a superhero day Oh, I know. Okay. So you know where yep. this is going. I do. And uh, so I want your take on it because I, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, that's actually a fascinating question. Um, so he wanted to wear his Power Rangers Halloween costume for Superhero Day. Right. Okay. And so to the point of, like, can you wear that to school? Yeah, go ahead. Um, but then I started to think, like, is, is, is a Power Ranger a superhero? Like, I don't know that I would technically, like, I'm not going to exclude my kid from, from, Wearing his costume. Excuse me, I had a little hiccup there. Um, but in the in the in the annals of, of superhero ness, are the Power Rangers superheroes? My inclination is to say no, but that could just me be me being old. Chris, I know that's probably a little more in your age bracket than mine. Right. So, are Power did, Rangers superheroes. Yeah. I watched the original Power Rangers. Uh, I saw your question. I almost respond, responded on Twitter and Facebook, but I was curious to see what other people had to say, and then I never followed up on it. So I don't know what other, other people have said. They have not influenced my decision. But my thought was yes, they are. Why not? I don't, I don't see how you could make the argument uh, that they're not. They were granted powers. They fight crime and evil um, in order to keep the world safe. I feel like that's what a superhero does. All right. Are the are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles superheroes? Because that then yeah. it got me thinking so, about that. So that was actually one of the follow-ups, and I was going to ask you that. Like, like I don't know. You know, I, I, so my answer is yes. I guess so. I, I don't know what the definition is, but I mean, kind of. I think they're both superheroes. I think both groups are. I guess it's one of those things too, where like. It's like the Hall of Fame. Like you have to have either like you know really open definition of like what makes a Hall of Famer, or you have to be like super duper like no only only people who fly and have capes and whatever you know like I feel like there's not if if you're if you're just sort of wishy washy about it then it's just going to get really confusing. So you either have to let them in or you don't let them in. Yeah, I guess. But I my definition would just be people who have. Supernatural powers who fight evil. And so there, there you go. Do the Power Rangers Turtles. have powers? Yeah, they have powers. Do they? Okay. I, mean, I think, uh, I mean, I don't really remember the lore, but I feel like uh, they, they get power from the suits or whatever. And then they, <laughs> they form like a transformer type creature. Have you seen any of the Power Rangers or is this just going all over your head? I've seen a little bit. I have, I've, yeah. I've, Zords. That's what they were called. I'm going to have to remember, go back to this at some point, but um, I saw the single worst TV episode that has to do with baseball and it was a Power Rangers thing. 
Okay. And I'll have to go back and write something about it. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But my I kid, would I would read that. My kid my kid watches some Power Rangers sometimes. But just it's like you know how it is. I mean, it's so it's so horrible. Like the acting and all that. It's just the effects. Right, yeah. It's so bad. And I don't know. There's there's some shows I'll sit and I don't mind watching with him, but that is definitely not one of them. I'm not into the Power Rangers. Yeah, I can't imagine watching that today and enjoying it. Unlike Pokemon, which I still enjoy today. So. All right, I think we're done. I think we've, okay. we've, covered, we've covered a lot of a lot of areas today. How to make baseball yeah. better, Pokemon, Power Rangers, Guy Fieri's food, uh, all kinds of stuff. So thank you guys for hanging out and enjoying the podcast. Chris, I think this is the point where you tell them what to do. Yeah, uh, so you should uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can just pull open your iTunes app, type in the StuPod, and hopefully you'll give us five stars and maybe leave us a review, and we would greatly appreciate that. And that's all you need to do, real fast, 10 seconds of your day. We appreciate it, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more StuPod, of course. Uh, for Chris Wick, I'm Mike Oz. See you later. Bye-bye.